For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday are rambling about those Los Angeles Rams. Ramble on. Hi, how are you? Welcome to another episode of Ramblings with Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday. I am Doc Holliday. Isaac, what's up, man? How you doing? What's going on, Doc, man? Uh, thanks for holding the set down last week, man. Um, had a little traveling to do. But uh, I'm back here, back here now, man. And I can start to smell it in the air, man, with the off-season programs that are in full effect around the National Football League, man. Um, you know, I can smell football starting to, starting to brew. It's like, yeah. Yeah, uh, you're getting those those coals wet for the barbecue. So we're at that stage right now, and um, it's starting to creep up, man. Hopefully, these guys are, are uh, taking this this offseason serious as far as uh, preparing themselves, getting ready to play. So uh, I can smell it in the air, Doc. Oh, it's in the air, man. All kinds of things are in the air, man. You know, the Rams are on the field for organized team activities, man. Voluntary right now so you got some guys that are there some guys that are not there and you really can't make them be there until next well you can't even make them be there next week because it's mandatory but if they don't come you know you can find them but right now it's voluntary some guys are there some guys are not there but hey a couple of guys who are there a couple of new guys man quarterback Matthew Stafford man he's finally out there with his squad you got the rookies there you got the vets there you know, Matthew trying to get acclimated with his new offense, with his new teammates, specifically, though, his receivers, because those are the ones he's going to have relationships with. Now, Rams on the field for OTAs, man. I had a chance to catch up with Cooper Cup. Now, Isaac, I asked Cooper Cup. Well, you know what? I'm going to let you you hear what I asked Cooper Cup. That chemistry you're trying to get with Matthew Stafford. Now, I know you all are unselfish, but receivers like the football. So when Matthew goes out there early, you know, are you all kind of jockeying for his attention, man? Because, you know, hey, whoever has a good relationship with the quarterback off the field and pregame, postgame, pre-practice, post-practice normally gets the ball a little bit more than everybody else. <laughs> no, there's there's no, there's no like jockeying for attention. Okay. That must have been something that was done back in 96, 95. You know, that wasn't, that's not, and we're not we're not about that here now. So um, you know we're 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 about winning games, and whatever it's going to take to win games, that's kind of that's what we're about. Now, Isaac, you just heard Cooper Cup say they don't jockey for a position or jockey for attention from their quarterback right now. It sounds good, man. You know what I'm saying? But Isaac, you know, because he kind he he, he kind of made me feel like I was kind of old, like that's old school. Maybe that's what they did back in '96, even though he was laughing. But he says there's no jockeying amongst receivers for the quarterback's attention. Isaac, uh, I, I don't 
just really believe him, man. What, what you think, bro? Well, to be honest, Doc, I'm I'm, I'm with Cooper Cup uh, on a statement like that because, you know, you can you can jockey for position as far as you know you know having lunch with a certain guy or uh, spending time with a guy after practice or or uh, off campus, as we say, but Bream always rises to the top, and ultimately, you know, it's going to be your play, your ability to get open, your ability to separate, your ability to make plays. Uh, that's not going to only stand out to your coaches, but also stand out to your teammates. And if you're a wide receiver on this team trying to make the team, or you feel as if as though you're the number one uh, option as far as the receivers are concerned, that's all going to be determined based on what you can do from uh, a playing standpoint, either in these practices and OTAs, and that's where it starts. Uh, you know, when it goes from OTAs to actual training camp, to the preseason games and that trust is built up. I mean, the trust is built up through your play and it matriculates from the playing field to other places on the field. So um, it's not going to be a a campaign where guys are really campaigning to be the number one guy. That's going to be determined solely on their ability to make plays. Now, Isaac, that is important to receivers now, man. Now, Cooper did say he's gone out to dinner with Matthew and his family. So I, I don't know if that's jockeying, but that's dang so building a relationship. You know what I'm saying? And we know, bro, even though consciously you may not be jockeying for a position to get this relationship, you know, kind of cultivated a little bit more than others, but subconsciously, man, hey, bro, there's only, only so many balls to go around, man. So, you know, hey, going out to eat with the new quarterback and his family, that kind of helps, bro. Well, yeah, I tell you what, it, you said so many balls to go around. There's only one football to go around, but we're talking about, you know, a pass first uh, league now that that weighs so heavily on throwing the football. I mean, you're I mean, there there were times where, you know, first down, you, you run the football, second down, you run the football, third down, you're throwing. it. But it's not like that anymore. I mean, there are teams out there that throw the ball first to run the ball to get their first downs to matriculate down the field. So it's changed. So you can have an offense throw. We've seen offenses throw the ball 50-plus times. So, you know, to be in an offense like that, I don't think you have to do anything other than just be who you are as far as the football player is concerned to either rise to the top of the depth chart as far as being that number one guy or to sink to the bottom of the depth chart. It's ultimately going to come down to uh, when you're in practice, can you consistently win against a Jalen Ramsey? Because if you can do that in practice, I think when you go against whatever's in Seattle, whatever's in San Francisco, whatever's in uh, Arizona, you've already proven that you can get open and uh, Stafford can trust you. And, and uh, that being said, those guys have to be able to trust Stafford as well, too. I mean, it, it's building camaraderie and trust on both ends of the spectrum. Indeed, man. And just talking about some of those receivers on, on offense that Cooper is going to be you know, not competing to get the ball with, but you know, he got, you know, Matthew Stafford has choices. He got Cooper, he got, he got Robert Woods. He got those two dudes, those vets, those Rams vets, but also, you know, has the Sean Jackson and, uh, you know, still got Van Jefferson from last year, man. So he has mm-hmm. several receivers he can throw to, but the new guy, my man Tutu from South Florida, man, from the university of Louisville. Now, Isaac, I asked Cooper, you know, about Tutu because Tutu so fast and we know, being receivers, man, sometimes you got to slow your ass up, man. And I asked Cooper, you know, how is he impressed with what he's seen with 2-2 for one, but also trying to get 2-2 to slow down? 
Oh, absolutely, Doc. It's it's huge and it's great that Tutu is able to participate in these OTAs because, um, you know, college is a different sport. The NFL is a whole different animal as far as running routes, uh, uh, being able to separate, being able to make plays in an offense, particularly and especially with uh, a, a, a coordinator slash head coach who's as creative as Sean McVay is. Now, here's the thing, what he has to learn, and this is the perfect time for Tutu to start learning this, is to slow himself down, put himself in the moment, moment learn how to set defensive backs up, uh, play one player ahead uh, of guys, um, and just be able to separate, just being able to become a route connoisseur as far as you know, running routes and being able to run routes versus zone, being able to settle in a zone, being able to read when it's zone versus when it's not zone. And you know, this is a perfect time for him to get, get acclimated to the point where he can start to have quarterback eyes, see when he's getting the ball versus when he's not getting the ball, and then still being able to play at that same level of speed and just go out and play and not really be slowed down by thinking too much or really not knowing what's going on in front of him. So um, he's a former quarterback. I think that helps him as far as being a, a wide receiver with this group and just having guys like Cooper around, having guys like Robert around, teaching and band teaching him. And they can share those experiences because we're going to need Tutu Atwell to, to, uh, to play well and, and really uh, to do what we brought him there to do is take the defense, take the top off the defense at times. Now you're giving your expertise. It kind of sounds like exactly what Cooper said about Tutu. Let's hear what Cooper said about Tutu. Tutu, have you had to, have you had to kind of slow him down some because he's fast and I know that's good having that speed with Deshaun and Tutu out there. That gives you and Robert more, you know, more room and more space to operate in the middle, but have you had to slow Tutu down any man? Because, you know, rookies, sometimes they just want to take off, especially receivers when they know that's they got to relax. That's a, yeah, that's a real thing. Now, he's done a good job. You know, we, we talk a lot, you know, be be quick, be fast, but not in a rush. And, and you know, he's, he's done a good job of that, being able to get to his depths, um, you know, push push uh, through his his depths, not cutting things off short. Um, you know, but he is, he, he's so fast. It, it's, it's pretty freaky seeing him. You got him and Deshaun lined up outside a couple of times and seeing those guys, you know, race through 15, 20 yards and some of their routes. It's a, it's pretty fun to watch. Now I believe Cooper on that, man, you know, Cooper and Robert Woods seem to be some very unselfish guys and Deshaun Jackson as well. So Tutu is going to learn from a trio of veterans, a trio of very good wide receivers, a trio of very good NFL players, but Tutu has to understand though. He's a, uh, He's rookie. These vets. Now, a lot of times now, you know, I can tell people, you know, when I was a rookie with the Rams, I had two responsibilities. I had a, I had a responsibility to the running back room, to the vets in the running back room, specifically Harold Green. There's some things I had to get Harold practice, post-practice, when we hung out. And I had, you know, Isaac, I had responsibilities with Isaac too, but mine was more in training camp when he would just scatter his pass everywhere all over the field and make me go get him. So, but Isaac, I asked, I asked uh, uh, Cooper, does Tutu have any rookie responsibilities yet? And this is what Cooper had to say. Has he gotten his rookie responsibilities yet, man? I know y'all just in OTAs, but has he got something that he has to do or he has to bring? I'm telling you, this is, it's, it's a new age, you know, back in 96, you know, I've had that. We just, we don't do it here. Okay. All right. Okay, man. Say no the more. Rookie, the rookie, rookies are living good here. Now, Isaac, you just heard Cooper say that Tutu doesn't have any rookie responsibilities. Now, once again, he made it sound like I'm just old. We just old that the rookies, they have it made. Now, they don't have any responsibilities. Now, are you as surprised as I am if what Cooper said is true? 
that the rookies don't have any responsibilities or things that they have to do for the vets? Well, to be to be brutally honest, I, I'm totally shocked. Uh, but at the same time, Doc, we, you have to really uh, remember who we're dealing with. We're dealing with a different generation, and uh, they, they have different mindsets. Um, that being said, as far as the hazing is concerned, I think, you know, being able to lighten up on guys just a little bit uh, is there. It's possible. Now, would I have done it? No, absolutely not. I mean, if I'm going to be teaching you, you know, the, the art of being able to separate from, a, a, you know, a certain coverage or a press coverage and getting off the line of scrimmage, I feel it fair that I can also, you know, have you to keep my locker straight, just like, you know, the great Oz Hakim was responsible for keeping my locker <laughs> yes, sir. tidy, yes, sir. Uh, you know, his first year. So, uh, but Doc, you see it all over the league, man. I think uh, the New England Patriots and Coach Bel Belichick, he has this, this first round draft pick quarterback wearing number 50 right now. So it's it's one of those moments where, you know, that's their approach of, of humbling guys and making sure that, you know, they're they're always grateful. And, and just not, you know, with that sense of entitlement from day one. So just breaking that guy down and starting to build him up. And, uh, you know, always said to the guys that I that I helped raise, you know, that following year, guess what? You're going to have your rookie. And you're going to have you're going to get to have somebody bring your shoulder pads and your helmets and bring the chicken on Friday uh, and, and drive you around. So you're going to get that opportunity as well. So all fair, all fair, all this fair and game and loving football, man. I mean, I'm just glad to hear you say that, man, because the, the look on Cooper's face, man, what he was saying, just trying to make me seem like I was old. And I did, man. I got a couple of years in a long time ago. But this coming from the Pro Football Hall of Fame, Isaac Bruce. You just finished not playing not too long ago. So you ain't too far removed from these dudes. So for Cooper to act like that, man, like, nah, man, we don't do that old-ass stuff no more, man. I'm like, what are you talking about? Seriously? But now, nah, man, it was nice uh, chopping it up with Cooper, man. And also – during these OTAs, man, it's, it's, no, it's, a, it's a serious situation going on out there. A lot of expectations for the Rams this upcoming season, hosting the Super Bowl in SoFi. We're going to have full capacity to ice. Hey, man, the Rams fans oh, going to yeah. be back up there. Hey, finally being able to be up in SoFi, man. Hey, that, hey that's huge, yeah. bro. Oh, absolutely. They get an opportunity to really christen that building uh, that the way I felt like it should be christened. And, uh, you know, no better matchup than be facing the Chicago Bears uh, Sunday night football. Uh, yes, and, and have that opportunity, man, for the fans to be in there and just see how lovely a place it is. And I mean, it's made for football. So uh, it's the Rams house and they get that opportunity to show it off. And now in OTAs, though, Isaac, man, going into that uh, this season open and this next season now the Rams, you got the, off the offense, not really, you know, it, it really hasn't been overhauled, but it has been overhauled because once you change the quarterback, man, you've overhauled the offense. And yeah. Matthew Stafford taking over as the signal caller, man. But also, man, we got what well, people I don't want. I want the fans to realize how important this move is. The Rams moving Austin Corbett from right guard. He's always played guard to center. They're trying him out as center now during OTAs and possibly going into training camp. Bro, for people that don't know, that's a big move. The center position on offense. That's a very, very important position because you got to read the defense. You got to make the line calls. You got to make the line shifting calls, blocking calls. And it's different when you're a guard, man, when you know you, ain't ha you don't have to do nothing but shoot off the line and scramble and smack a cat in the face. But now as a center, you got to worry about snapping the ball first, then smacking the cat in the face and going to your block. That's extremely – this. I don't want to call it an experiment. That's what they're trying, but this is – 
got to work because the central position is extremely, extremely important, man. I think Austin Corbett can do it, but just, you know, Isaac, we got to make this work, man. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, you know, contrary to popular belief, Doc, here, here's, the, here's the gist of it. You know, the offensive linemen, you know, they get a rap of being just busy, big, being big, physical, out of shape guys, which is contrary to the truth, because these are some of the most smartest people on the football field from from an offensive line standpoint and just from an offensive standpoint. I mean, a lot of these guys and, and particularly the centers of the team, you know, they're the second voice that's often heard in the huddle. So, you know, they do exactly what you just described as far as identifying the mic. Uh, the middle linebacker, which way the line is going to slide to the left or to the right, um, uh, which way if we're, if we're going to if we have two run plays calls or a run in a pass call, they often are the person that uh, identifies which play is going to be run. And, you know, like I said, if it isn't the quarterback that you hear in huddles is most oftentimes the center that is not only just encouraging the, the guys that are on the field, but actually making those calls that uh you know, help the running game be successful, help the passing game be successful. So it, it's definitely one of those moves where I think, uh, you know, guys being in in, in, uh, in the OTAs right now, he can get acclimated to making those calls. He can get acclimated to having his quarterback eyes open. So um, it, it's definitely, his work is definitely cut out for him. And not only that, but the guy who's going to back him up. So the guy who's backing him up this year, that, that following center, that center who comes in, uh, who will probably have to at some point play this year? He has to he has to learn that as well, and and the production level is expected to be the exact same. So, um, it, it it's a it's a lot on his table, and it's a lot on the, on the table for the offensive line coach to get these guys up to speed by the time by the time training camp starts. I think Austin can do it, man, because if Sean McVay made that move to him, I mean, he believes in him, and they know him. They talk about how smart he is, man. He's explosive and he's strong, man. So, cause your ass got to be smart. To oh, play yeah. center, and you got to be explosive. And you damn so about to be strong because when you you seeing those tackles and deep tackles like Aaron Donald breathing down your neck, you better be ready to do some things. So I think Austin Corbett can get it done, man. I mean, it's just good as like once again to see the Rams out there on the field flying around, man. Organized team activities, man. It's almost time to play some ball. But Isaac, anything else you want to add before we get out of here, bro? No, man. Hey, like we've continued to say, man, a very important offseason for the uh, Los Angeles Rams as far as being prepared uh, to play this opener versus the Chicago Bears, man. It's great to see guys out there. A uh, little surprised to see Cooper out there, man, this, this offseason. But, you know, when I think about it, this is Los Angeles. It ain't like you going to, <laughs> to Seattle for offseason have to be there or, or Green Bay for offseason. We see Aaron Rodgers not even showing up in Green Bay right now because, you know, one, one thing, it's Green Bay. I mean, but if, if you're playing for the Los yeah. Angeles Rams, it's, hey, you don't have a problem being there in the offseason, Doc, at all. 70-degree weather every day. Uh, you just put up a, with a little bit of traffic. It's all good, man. So um, hopefully these guys are really working hard, and I believe that they are, and working smart to, to just be ready for the start of training camp, man, because that clock is ticking ticking down, man. Well, Isaac, they still can be in L.A. and not show up for OTA, so they can just be chilling in L.A., you know what I'm saying? They're just not going up in that joint. So I, I ain't mad at them, but you, you, you made a good point, though, bro. But I, that's going to do it for this edition of Ramblings with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce, who will be getting inducted this August in a couple of months. It's about time. And Doc Holiday. until next week, we out.
for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.